What's going on, family? It's your man, GB. And I'm not by myself because it's time for the faction and the whole band is back together. Who wants just one artist from New Edition? No, you want the whole crew. And uh, some of you guys probably haven't seen us in video form in a while. And you hear me talk about these guys all the time. Here they are in living color. First off, my good brother, Brandon Clack, the Clack Attack. He's here. What's up, Clack? You know, you, you can just tell when people miss you. Yes. You can just you can just hear the, the crowd erupt and, and just anticipating it. Once my virtual music went off in their head, they just they just knew it was it was time for things to get back to normal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's great to have you here. And of course, Courtney Beard is in the building. What's going on, brother? Salute, my people. We are all the way up and you know what it is. It's another day of the faction. The boys are back. The I mean, the boys are back. I mean, the boys are back. Share because the boys are back. They better <laughs> hit share, right? You better hit share right now because the boys are back. And let me tell you something. We got a lot to say. We have a whole the big man, lot the little say. man, <laughs> and the medium-sized man. Hit share right now, dear Brody. <laughs> I am so pumped to be back with you guys. Like, this is just, it's just right. It's the way it should be. And I'm, I'm super pumped. So we're just going to jump into it because there's so much to talk about. We're coming together. So whenever we come together, it's obviously a big, big deal. And uh, we're doing our very, very necessary year of the end review in the world of pro wrestling for 2021. 2021 has been a mammoth year for the sport. And so because of that, we wanted to spend some time talking about the stories that made this year what it is. Now, you guys have already had the opportunity to start voting on what you believe the top story of 2021 is. But we're going to give you our thoughts on these stories. And they're big. And quite frankly, the three of us have not really had a chance to talk about them on air. So uh, you've heard some of my musings about some of this stuff. But they're the ones who you guys know. If you've been following us for a while, you know what's about to happen. So in no particular order, we're going to go through some of these stories and we'll see what hits and what misses. There was a lot that happened in 2021. I'm going to start because I know it's only right to start with some WWE stuff because, of course, that's what's going to get both Clack and Courtney boiling. Uh, let, let's start with this because this is really one of the biggest stories that impacted all of pro wrestling, the return of the fans. Coming into 2021, you know, we were still pretty much dealing with pro wrestling without an audience. The WWE had introduced us to the Thunderdome towards the end of 2020. AEW had a percentage of fans coming back, a smattering here and there, but they were still hanging out in Jacksonville. But uh, fans really began returning starting at AEW's Double or Nothing pay-per-view at the end of May. And then they started touring again. Everybody went back in July. AEW, we saw, of course, WWE. We would then see Ring of Honor make their return, ultimately the NWA. What did it mean this year to have the fans return to pro wrestling? Courtney, go ahead. 
I think it was everything. Listen, I've been watching wrestling. I'm 43. Been watching wrestling as long as I can remember. There are two things in my life I remember, church and wrestling. I cannot remember a time of going to professional wrestling at the Hampton Coliseum in Hampton, Virginia, and they're not being fans. I'll be honest with you. They tried wrestling in a smaller venue, and I could just hear too much. I heard the thump of the match. I heard too many things. I want to hear organic booing. Now, they decided to take cue from the NBA. Clack will probably talk about that later. Uh, they took a cue from the NBA and started importing some sound, which I still think Vinny Mac is using some sound, but we'll go against that later. Uh, and they decided to simulate the fans. But, guys, there's nothing like seeing organic fans there. AEW did it first. And listen, they started bringing people. As a matter of fact, I believe, GB, you were in the number of one of the early fans who was masked up, going to AEW, socially distant, sitting about 18 seats from the other person. Then, of course, Vinnie Mac, who doesn't care about people's lives, decided just to open the arena and have all the fans come back. As a matter of fact, I just saw one of my friends sitting front row maskless at a WWE event, and he has a cough now, so we'll see how that goes. There you go. Oh, my gosh. Clack, tell me about your thoughts on the fans returning to pro wrestling in 2021. Yeah, it's weird um, looking at those screens with those faces or even trying to overcome the empty seats. Uh, I think it's great for the wrestlers' performance. I think that they go a little harder. I think they have a little bit more excellence when there's people actually in the building booing or cheering or whatever the case might be. So I actually think that it's a good thing that the fans are back, but if it has to get shut down again, wrestling has proven that you can do it without fans in the building. You know, who's the happiest person in this whole thing? The person who was in charge of censoring video when fans were doing like, remember they put up a Chris Benoit picture and they were given the bird and doing a, the person when they finally about week three started since that person sleeps better at night right now. Because can you imagine the slow death of them trying to get that person? They sleep much better now. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was a thing, you know, people registering to be part of the Thunderdome, you know, and you'd have spots where you could be seen or spots where you couldn't be seen. And it was it was crazy. But I will give it to WWE. It was innovative because they knew we were getting tired of seeing no one in the arena. And so uh, everybody, of course, was super glad with the return of fans. And obviously, one of the first big opportunities for it was WrestleMania, which was a two day event this year. And it was, you know, uh, socially distanced or at least supposedly uh, with twenty five thousand people each night. And uh, obviously that turned into a big thing when we got to SummerSlam, which was full board, et cetera, et cetera. But certainly one of the big stories of twenty twenty one, the fans returning to the sport and let's just face it there's a marriage between pro wrestling and wrestling fans that should never ever ever be broken so shout out uh to them now one of the folks who did it first we don't talk about him much is new japan pro wrestling new japan pro wrestling uh they gave us wrestle kingdom with an audience this year and uh, <laughs> you see clack right well one of the interesting stories coming out of new japan out of Wrestle Kingdom, of course, Kota Ibushi wins both the Intercontinental and IWGP Heavyweight Championship and then makes this interesting decision to merge the two titles and wrestling <laughs> look at clack. wrestling fans uh, who are into New Japan really had a hard time with that. 
Uh, what did you guys think about the merging of the title? I'll ask Courtney because I don't think Clack has much of an opinion about it. Courtney. I don't think he even watched it. I don't think he did. <laughs> he watched it. Hey, guys, <laughs> it wasn't just me that didn't watch it. Every person that's viewing this right now oh, God. didn't watch God. it either. They, they don't hate care. It. They love and New You Japan. two are committed to talking about stuff you, that people two, don't care about. You, the Y'all are committed. First off, you, I'm not you love you love your little no. Let me choose my words carefully. You you love you no you you love your little New Japan wrestling too, and you sit right in front of your TV with that black thong on that Yokozuna had on with your cup of ramen noodles too. Oh my god! Uh, Never told me about that day when you were screaming bonsai when you were screaming bonsai over a pillow, watching New Japan wrestling. That's private business uh, <laughs> second I, I gb i i i've not caught up to, you know with with new japan yeah um and, and the merging but anytime there's something forward happening in the world of professional wrestling i'm happy about it yeah well i'll tell you it caused a lot of confusion to say the least and uh, it was a story that had wrestling fans up in arms, certainly because of the lineage and the history of that Intercontinental Championship. And really moving later on, things got really hairy with the new belt. And yeah, whole nother story. New Japan Pro Wrestling that happened. But New Japan Pro Wrestling becomes an interesting part of this because AEW did something that a lot of people did not expect in 2021. They opened the proverbial forbidden door the forbidden door that opened up to new japan pro wrestling it opened up to impact it opened up to the nwa and brought us some opportunities that we didn't expect to see uh what was your moment perhaps that might have been your favorite of the forbidden door happening um with aew because there were a lot of folks that came in and a lot of interchangeable things that happened there. Clack, did you see any of it? Did any of that excite you at all? You're like, uh, no. <laughs> the only forbidden door I know is the back door open to Taco Bell. <laughs> at about 11 p.m. when they're throwing out all the forbidden Yoquero meat. <laughs> <laughs> Pure comedy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I will jump in. The, the forbidden door for me is not forbidden. Ben, Eric Bischoff opened that years ago. Eric Bischoff started a partnership with the guys over across the water, had them come over to WCW. So for me, it's not forbidden. It is just the new WCW incarnate, now called AEW, continuing what Papa Eric Bischoff taught us how to do. Now, of course, there's a guy who sits in Connecticut, sits high and looks low who did not want to open that door. But I will tell you this, he will wish that he did when WWE is wiped off the face of the earth, which is not too far from now. It could happen in 2022. That's not ever going to happen, but go ahead. 2022. 2022, WWE can get so low, I may buy it. I may buy it off Cash App. One word, Peacock. Well, funny you should say that. Because Peacock certainly became a major portion of 2021 as early in the year, WWE made the incredible announcement that the WWE Network, which at that point had been seven years strong, would be migrating in the United States over 
to Peacock. Peacock being NBC's massive streaming service. This would happen just in time for WrestleMania. And it would then move all of the WWE Network standalone content uh, over time over to Peacock. And uh, it's been an interesting scenario watching that. Now, I'm intrigued because I know, Clack, you were a big WWE Network loyalist. Uh, Courtney, you enjoy the network, but I think of the three of us, and I watch the network a lot, but Clack watched it the most. What were your thoughts on this migration over to Peacock, which, by the way, netted the WWE a billion dollars over the next five years? Clack, your thoughts. I initially did not like it because I was afraid of the content that would be left behind. Mm hmm. But I will say what they have given me so far, I've watched it every day. Um, I've seen and actually it's in higher quality visually than what it was on the network. Wow. But GB, my question for you is, did all the content make it over? Wasn't it supposed to be over like last August? Well, there was supposed to be a number of content that came over. But one of the things that's happened is now certain amounts of content stay for a period of time. So it's not there the whole time, which makes things like, you know, searching for historical content rather difficult for people like us because we like going back to watching certain things and they may or may not be there, which is very, very interesting now. Yeah. Courtney, what did you think of the migration of the WWE Network over to Peacock? You know, I'm often on this uh, group chat shamed saying I don't watch WWE on Peacock as much. Here's the absolute truth. You're right. I don't watch it as much. I only watch it on pay-per-views. Hmm. Pay-per-views, I watch it so that way I can see what's going to happen. But there are certain things missing from it. There are certain things missing that I want to see. Where's Roddy Piper in blackface? some of the hardcore ECW things. There are matches that are not uh, uh, okay for 2021, but that are part of the wrestling lineage that I still want to see. I want the full Attitude Era. I don't want NBC to... You mean to tell me the same guy who's determining what episode of SNL is determining what's going to go for WWE? You mean to tell me that the office, the office, the office is beside... Get out of here. I loved it when it was standalone. After pay-per-views, I do want it to roll over into a new show that I've never seen. I want it to roll over into some talk show. I want it to roll over into WWE 24. You know what it does? Nothing. It just stops. It just ends. It's the end of it all. So I want my WWE network back. I don't care if it's in higher quality if you're giving me a limited portion. Don't touch my wrestling. GB, you know what's so dumb about that? You could tell that Courtney hadn't done the show in about a year. Number one, he doesn't know how to work Zoom because he keeps turning his picture off like we're not doing video, first of all. <laughs> Number two, he just found out that The Office was on Peacock six hours ago. Tell the truth and shame the devil. You found I knew that was, just I know it was on Peacock. You ain't seen an episode of The Office until I sent you the clip. That's number two. Number three, he clearly, he clearly does not watch Peacock when it's time for pay-per-views because it does roll over into what's next up. It automatically 
every time. It's not on the main page. It's not on the main page. Hey, America, this is an unprepared man that is proficient at winging it at the tip of his pants. And I'm sick of that tiny tip. This thing just went. This 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 supposed to be a family show. This supposed to be a family show, and and and, and he didn't took it to be the radar superstar. <laughs> Not to mention all of the attitude era is on Peacock. All of it. Not in full display in all its regalia. It yes, has it been is. censored. No, no. Now there no, are. It hasn't. No, there are. There are small things that might Piper's be. Missing. blackface. Is it up there? You'd have to. That's well, not attitude era. That's not attitude era. It's, it's WrestleMania. Roddy Piper is blackface up there is what I want to know. Well, you can. Here's the thing. You can search for Roddy Piper, obviously, and see those particular clips. I want to look and see if it's up there. I'm guarantee you, it's not up there. It's WrestleMania six, if my memory serves me correctly. Um, so you can look to see. I don't think they took the whole match out, but we would have to see. And uh, but I will say this. Man. One of the things that that they have done, Peacock has done. It kind of it does give pay-per-views a different feel because it is handled like their other sports streaming events. You know, you're you're there to watch. And what WWE has done, which was smart because they know we like the rollover, they will automatically put something on behind it whether it's an episode of you know ruthless aggression the new 24 whatever they'll How do soon that have they started doing this when did that start the new rollover it's been happening for a little while now actually what in the world <laughs> when you, you say a little you while really don't do you watch months it's been months it's literally clearly we months. see who we hasn't really? been watching peacock <laughs> i just want you to keep sure. talking but certainly one of the big stories of 2021. And I mean, when you attach a billion dollars, it marked the third one billion dollar deal for WWE in a two year period, which is pretty amazing. So they've had three billion dollar deals connected to television. Huge situation for WWE. And again, big story for 2021. Uh, the WWE Network going to Peacock, and that's specifically in the States. Our UK brothers and some of our other international friends still have the standalone WWE Network, so God bless them. That is pretty awesome. So one of the things I don't think anybody saw coming in 2021 uh, was something that I think people probably threw out as a prediction for the last few years. It never happened. And we all thought that when it would happen, it would happen in WWE, but it didn't. This summer, CM Punk made his triumphant return to pro wrestling, and it happened in an AEW ring. It was a moment that was seven years in the making. Most of us never thought he'd be returning to the sport. CM Punk is back as an active competitor in AEW. Talk about that moment when CM Punk returned and the impact that you think it has had on the sport now that we've seen him here for a few months. Clack. All it did was teach people how to live in unforgiveness. (laughs) You know good and well, Punk, that you belong in WWE, but you would rather stand next to your demonic pride and make sure that you hold on to all your unforgiveness because Triple H accidentally let you go when you were getting married. 
you know good and well you are supposed to be feuding with Roman Reigns, not the other nobodies, Hangman, uh, Uppercut, and all of these other weird people that no one's ever heard of. And you're just trying to just, what are you doing over there? Because they let you set your own schedule? Are you kidding me? You could have been with the Billionaire Boys Club. You could have been with the, we should have had CM Punk and The Miz. Are you kidding? We should have had CM Punk and Edge. We should have had CM Punk trolling and, and completely threatening all of the McMahons without any of them responding. But instead, you down there with the plumber, son. Who just stand on the toilet then? <laughs> Courtney, your thoughts on the return of CM Punk? First off, he's the grandson of a plumber. Allow me to correct you for that. Uh, and second, Chicago. He's clearly with the plumber's son if he's the grandson of the plumber are you kidding me yeah yeah that made no sense i mean just the voice. grandson i said he's with the son of the plumber how do you not get that that's cody the, the plumber's son will be dusty <laughs> no, no he's with the plumber's son no 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 because the plumber's son is dusty He's a no. plumber. <laughs> no, Dusty was the son of a plumber. And Cody is the grandson of a plumber. That implies that Dusty's a plumber too. He was the American plumber. Dusty was never the American plumber. He more he may have worn a muffler, but he was never a plumber. What are you talking about? This man's hot. <laughs> anyway, oh, CM Punk, his talents. Atlanta. He said, I'm going to AEW, Jacksonville, Atlanta, some homes, you call it an AEW. I want to go, and yeah, I do want to stick it to Vince. And to stick it to Vince, I'm going to go to the competition because there's a new con in town. Tony Khan has gone up against the con man of Vince McMahon, who's hired Nick Con Man. And CM Punk said, I want to show up. And what did he do? Him and Darby Allen, tore, Darby Allen tore the house down at the Hoffman Estates Arena for all, was it all in, all out? All out, all out. 2021. Mm -hmm. And it was a great move. And guess what? CM Punk has been on television every, he didn't get this Brock Lesnar treatment where Brock shows up where he wants to. Brock comes out, Brock only works the first half because he needs to catch his flight to make it back home so that he can shoot a moose, gonna compare shoot a moose or shoot a meese. I sure am. Have you ever heard The Rock try to Are call you? Brock Lesnar in the middle of a ring to only DB? try to settle the crowd DB. down? They yelled, see. You are the wrestling historian. You know that no, no, no. it is not even I'm a comparison. Brock's a career question. versus Punk's? I'm asking a simple question. Has The Rock ever been shouted down so loudly that he had to call Brock Lesnar? Never. No one says. Brock Lesnar, no one says it. But do they say CM Punk is the name Is the name CM Punk a mighty sword in the WWE? You better believe it. And the man has come back to tag with the grandson of a plumber. I leave you befuddled, Clack. GB, away with him. Well, CM Punk's return uh, was certainly something very special. And that night on AEW Rampage, 
was a night unlike we've seen in a long Loudest time. pop in years. Oh Loudest pop since the Hardys came for WrestleMania. And I believe we were, were we at my house watching this? Uh, when the Hardys came back? No, we that was the WrestleMania before. We were there for 32. We only this excited was- because of how bad wrestling is now. Oh. If you don't believe me, just go to my Instagram and the people will tell you what they care about. Oh, boy. I, I, I will this say this. From the guy who was just lauding over a live event where he caught a good wrestling show and COVID. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> number one, I don't have the vids. <laughs> number two, <laughs> number two, wrestling was only good because I was front row. I could not have watched that. I could not have watched that. I could not have watched that from my home. There's no way. It's that bad. Wow. That's because he needs to watch AEW. Where the big boys play. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> I don't even know who those people are. They could be like random he, school okay. teachers. Here's where the lie comes in. Here's where the lie. He just sent us the Jimmy Cornette uh, uh, piece. Shout out Jimmy Cornette. Uh, where they were talking about the the, the the mic skills of CM Punk and MJF. You just sent Because that y'all chat. told me about that person. Y'all told me about this MJ person. M- I had MJ, no clue. The MJ person. MJ person. All I know is that he just wears Burberry scarves. <laughs> MJF hears this and knock the M out of your JNF. Well, I, I hope think he it's does too so we can all get new Mercedes. <laughs> Hello. Hello. You know, it's safe to say CM Punk returning is one of the biggest stories of 2021 and the last oh. few years. And I, I will admit, the rumors about him returning, I just didn't think it was going to be as big as it was. But it's one of those cases where absence makes the heart grow fonder. And there was an absolute love for CM Punk, massive story for CM Punk returning. And uh, yeah, it, it's proven to be intriguing. He has been on AEW television literally every week since his return. He's wrestled several matches. He's uh, had some great opportunities. And there's rumors that he may be interested, of course, in the AEW World Championship picture, which you've got to imagine at some point CM Punk would be inserted into that conversation. But AEW landing CM Punk really made for a big summer, not just for AEW, but for the WWE as well. The summer of WWE saw the summer of Cena, and the return of Becky Lynch and the return of Brock Lesnar all in the same summer. In fact, John Cena had his lone match this year at the same event that we saw the return of Becky Lynch and the return of Brock Lesnar, that being this year's SummerSlam in Las Vegas. Uh, What did you think about this summer for the sport? Of course, it was when the fans returned But then these massive returns, I mean, we literally got CM Punk, Brock Lesnar uh, and Becky Lynch all back in a wrestling ring this summer, along with John Cena. Thoughts? I mean, I guess the best way that I can describe it is all of the, the, the CM Punks and all of the AEWs and all of the current WWE product, it kind of reminds me of, well, you I don't know if you've ever seen this, GB, but have you ever seen Courtney really hungry? You could put anything in front of Courtney. And when he's really hungry, he treats it like Ruth Chris, 
one morning we went to Waffle House. He ordered three all star. <laughs> he ordered three all star slams. This actually six, could be a true story. Six, I love Waffle six House sausage patties and twelve strips of bacon. It wasn't that it was special. He just ain't had nothing in a while. Wow. That's kind of like the summer of wrestling. It ain't wow. special. We just don't have anything. Wow. Wow. I think that this summer of wrestling was uh, a well-anticipated return. I sat by my TV like Bootsy sits by his Instagram, hoping that he gets it back with full anticipation. And if you look at it, Brock came back. Now, I will tell you, I didn't want Becky to come back because I don't like what Becky did. But she came back and the way that she, that she was treated. Now, John Cena looks like a raggedy auntie. Nobody wants to see John Cena in a ring ever again. John Cena can never wrestle one more match in his life. And he can walk back to Boston or wherever he's from because he looks like an add-on to new kids on the block and never wear those jorts again. And I would not care. I never liked John Cena as a wrestler. I think he's overrated. I think that he was he is not the best wrestler WWE has ever had. And I don't understand why he had to come back and fight Roman Reigns anyway when there's better people, far more capable of fighting Roman. We want the rock in Roman Reigns. Give us what we're asking for. Well, there it is. Long, long, long hair Brock Lesnar. Happy to see him back. Now, now you onto something. We definitely want to see Roman Reigns versus the Attitude Era. Now you're right about that. Uh, Roman versus The Rock, I think, has to happen for Mania. I think that's just this, a given. This show feels like GB does not miss us at all. He's like, <laughs> I'm eager to do the show without y'all again. No, I love having you show, guys. Here. We've mentioned Bootsy Waffle House. Clack <laughs> uh, has coughed. And possibly giving everyone watching up here digital cold. Oh my god. It's pretty bad. <laughs> you hey, if you're watching this show, share it right now. Share and put a mask on. Share it. Hit share. Put a mask on though. Holy cow. Yeah. So Do we again. have a, a faction of uh, Cash App? People need to give to the faction Cash App right now. Oh, well, I don't know we that don't we have, have one. one, but we ought to Wait, do it. Like That's it. a good idea. That's a great idea, actually. We we need to create one. Yeah. What if people want friends like this right here? They need to sew into it and give like to, to they need their own faction. Yeah. You're onto something. <laughs> You're onto something. So yeah, you know, again, a big summer, massive summer, I think, for pro wrestling. Great way to return uh, with the fans and things of that nature. All right, guys, that concludes part one of our two-part year in review special. Thank you guys so much for hanging with us and rocking with us. Now stay tuned because part two of our year in review is coming up and you'll be able to download it and check it out and get our thoughts on what we think the biggest stories of 2021 were in the world of pro wrestling. Share this with a friend or follower on whatever platform Platform you're joining us on and listen i can't wait for us to hang out with you again it's going to be an amazing year of pro wrestling conversation here on the faction so representing from my good brothers courtney beard brandon clack and the fourth horseman john murray my name is gb gerard bonner and this is the faction Solid.